Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 333. The 10 Things Perpetually Healthy Nerds Do That Unhealthy People Don't, part three, by Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of commentary at the end. Now today's post is a continuation from yesterday and actually the day before. So I'm breaking up this post into five parts because it's much longer than a typical post I narrate here. So if you're new to the show, definitely check out episode 331 to start from the beginning. Now normally I answer your questions most Fridays but this Friday is an exception since this is a special week-long post. But almost all of the Fridays, I answer your questions. Now, you can send in your own question at oldpodcast.com. If you do, you'll be entered into small, special raffles to win books from us. But for now, let's hear part three of this week's post and continue optimizing your life. The 10 Things Perpetually Healthy Nerds Do That Unhealthy People Don't. Part three by Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. Number five, they use blueprints and blocks to create goals. Perpetually unhealthy people say things like, I'm going to exercise more this year. Goals like this are cloudy with no real markers of success. With no beacon guiding them, perpetually unhealthy people don't know if they're on track and there's no accountability if they don't succeed. These goals get tossed in the abandoned pile next to goals like, I'm going to start flossing. This is very different from PHNs. PHNs grow like Groot through proper goal setting and achievement. They pick a blueprint, an outcome-based goal. They place the blocks to build that blueprint, a habit-based goal. An example, I need to lose X amount of weight by X date or else X will happen. This is the goal that my friend and nerd fitness success story, Saint, set. To reach a single-digit body fat percentage before his wedding date, or he'd lose $500 to a friend. With a very specific goal and a specific timeline, we can work backwards to calculate how much weight we need to lose each week to build that blueprint, our goal physique. Once a blueprint is selected, a PHN will focus on just placing the next brick or block according to the plans. They know that if they pick the right blueprint, placing one block after another in the right place will eventually result in a completed building. In Minecraft terms, once you have the blueprints for a replica of Rivendell, all you have to focus on is placing the next block in the right place. Repeat, eventually you'll have Rivendell. 
Here's a real-life example of this block-placing mentality. My goal is to reach 150 pounds by December 1st, so I will eat one vegetable every day, and I will strength train for 30 minutes, four days per week. In this instance, a PHN is focused only on the habits themselves, trusting the outcome will take care of itself. Using block habits like this results in no wiggle room. You can very easily answer the question, yes, I placed the block, or no, I did not place the block. You either ate a vegetable today or you didn't. You either exercised for 30 minutes today or you didn't. Pick habits and challenges and goals that are designed for your level. Start with habits so easy that you can't help but achieve them and focus on the habit. If you never built a thatched hut, don't pick a blueprint of a cathedral for your first building. Pick a blueprint that works for you at your level and complete it. Only then should you pick a bigger, more complex project to follow. Think of it in video game terms. Pick bad guys at your level and don't fight too many at once. Only after you level up should you start attacking higher level bad guys. And if you manage to actually slay a dragon, go find a bigger one. Number six, they don't have to exercise. They get to. Unhealthy people treat exercise as a miserable means to an end. I'll exercise until I reach my goal weight and then I can stop this exercise stuff and go back to what I was doing before. Temporary changes, miserable strategy, temporary results. Sound familiar? They run on a treadmill because they think they should, but they hate it and they never want to go back. Or they get dragged to a class with a friend and the class ruins fitness for them. They do their best to build a habit, but they're so unhappy and unexcited about the exercise that the habit never sticks. Look, here's the truth. Exercise sucks. So PHNs don't do exercise. At the same time, I've heard from Nerd Fitness Academy members, I can't believe it, but I actually look forward to exercising now. How did that happen? Well, what's going on here? Because nutrition is about 90% of the battle, having the habit of exercise and movement is more important than what specific type of exercise you choose. This means PHNs pick things like gymnastics, swing dancing, ultimate frisbee, martial arts, hiking, or strength training, whatever gets them off their asses and moving. If there's a type of exercise they hate, they don't do it. Exercise goes from something they have to do, uh, to something they get to do, yes. Now, if a PHN has a very specific physique goal, like a six-pack, or having toned arms, or a better butt, or a broader chest, etc., they train for their specific goals to build the body they want and get hooked on improvement. They'll say things like, I can't wait to go to the gym and find out how much stronger I got. You don't have to exercise in a way that you hate. Pick the kind of exercise that makes you come alive. Don't have that form of exercise yet? Well, then try new things, especially the stuff that doesn't feel like exercise. Have a specific goal or physique in mind? Train for that goal and get hooked on constant improvement to get addicted to exercise. You are a video game character increasing your strength attribute with each training session. There's that group mindset again. Number seven, they invest in their health like a 401k. When it comes down to our health, we can invest in three ways. One, our time. Two, our effort. And three, our money. Perpetually healthy nerds know this and prioritize accordingly. They know investing in their health is the best decision they can make. So they decide what's the correct balance of time, effort, and money to use for that investment. Let's do an investment analogy. Some people love spending 50 hours a week pouring through company statements to find value and going all in on picking individual stocks. For others, 
they might instead choose passively managed index funds and pay a small fee to not have to think about it. Or they hire a financial advisor, a fiduciary, not your dad's friend who has a hunch, with a time-tested track record to advise and guide them. Either way, the best investors, guys like Warren Buffett, advise time-tested, long-term thinking with buy-and-hold strategies rather than chasing get-rich-quick schemes. Your health is an investment just like your net worth. If you want to devote your effort and time to building your own workouts, crafting your own meal plans, and keeping yourself accountable, that's awesome. I did this for myself for years. You might decide to outsource your programming to a coach, recruit an accountability partner, or buy into a program that creates your workouts and nutrition for you. Either way, this is a multi-year process that requires discipline. We have thousands of people who read all the free content on Nerd Fitness for years, not really taking their health seriously. But the second they finally invested in the Nerd Fitness Academy or joined Rising Heroes, they took action and lost weight. Why? Because we value what we pay for and invest in, making us more likely to actually do the thing. Unhealthy people don't look at all of this stuff rationally. They complain about spending 99 cents on an iPhone app that could save them 30 minutes a day and then gladly spend $6 on a sugary Starbucks beverage each morning without a second thought. Your money, your time, and your effort are all limited resources. How you choose to spend each of them tells me a lot about your priorities. I am a proud PHN, a PPHN if you will, and it's why I gladly pay hundreds of dollars every month for my own online fitness coach. Many probably think I'm crazy and that this is a waste of money. Just do your own workouts, they might say but I feel that it's the best money I spend every month, and that's why I've prioritized it over other expenses. I'm not just paying for a workout plan and an Excel document. I'm paying for accountability from somebody who is checking in on me, expertise from a trained professional who can spot my weaknesses, and the knowledge that I'll actually do the workout because I'm spending my hard-earned money on it. I'm also saving hundreds of hours and years of expertise because I'm buying those things from a pro. It just happens to also come with a workout and nutrition plan to follow. To be continued. You just listened to part three of the post titled The 10 Things Perpetually Healthy Nerds Do That Unhealthy People Don't by Steve Camp of nerdfitness.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So, When you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Over the weekend, some friends and I went out paddleboarding in a harbor at night. It was really cool because the bottom of the paddleboards lit up and so you could see the water beneath you. 
It was a full moon, the water was calm, and each time I paddled, I could hear the water swishing past my oar and my board sliding across the surface of the water. It became meditative. I got used to that sound. My mind started to wander, and I felt at peace. Apparently, my friends felt the same way afterwards. A few of them, this was their first time paddleboarding. It was actually my first time too. We were out there for about an hour and a half, and when we got back, my friend comes running up to me and goes, we gotta go out to Costco and buy paddleboards right now. I wanna do that again. Why am I sharing that story with you? Well, this friend and I found something new that we liked, a new activity that definitely wore us out. I mean, we were doing it for about an hour and a half, but yet it was an experience. It was meditative. We felt refreshed afterwards. We definitely burned calories, don't get me wrong, but it was something we enjoyed. Now, I do love the gym environment. I like going to the gym. My buddy, not so much. And so for him, this is something new that he can't wait to do again. So I completely agree when Steve said, it doesn't have to feel like exercise. Try new things, find something that you like, and you're gonna be more likely to stick to it. And I loved his investment analogy. Something that patients often tell me is, well, organic produce is more expensive, or I don't wanna spend the money on eating more vegetables. They're so expensive. Or I don't wanna buy whole grain because it's more expensive. So I tell them honestly, you're either going to pay for more nutritious foods now, or you're gonna potentially pay your medical bills later. That usually convinces them. Now, before I go, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast in special Q&A episodes. You can ask me anything related to diet and nutrition, stress management, exercise, and lots more. Just call and leave a message with your question. The phone number is 61-I-LOVE-OHD. Or you can send an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com. That's more friendly if you wanna do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. And by the way, don't forget, if you send in a question, you make me happy, and you're entered into special raffles to win books every month. And the next raffle is just a week away. All right, that does it for today. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you back here on tomorrow's show where we'll hear part four and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.